0: Hello and welcome to Who Shot First? This is your host, Alex, and I am just quickly announcing that Who Shot First, Ethan and I, will be participating in the official Star Wars Podcast Day, and this will be taking place on February 7th. We will be releasing a special episode that day to celebrate, and the reason it is coming out on the 7th, it is the anniversary of the first ever Star Wars Podcast, which premiered back in 1999 on February 7th, Jedi Talk. We hope to see you there. Thank you. Don't you turn against me?
1: I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror, and were suddenly silenced.
2: You're not with me. Then you're my enemy. You turned against me. You have done that yourself. Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. balance the force. Not leave it.
0: Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast, your one stop shop for all Star Wars controversies. I'm your host, Alex, and with me is our other host, Ethan. And today we also have our wonderful correspondent, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Thanks for having me back. Great to have you back. It's great to have different personalities on the show. That's right. And so today we have a wonderful podcast. Our, our podcast is a very interesting controversy because it's, it's one of those weird controversies that's kind of two controversies in one, if that makes any sense. We are going to focus, I will say, on the is Clone Wars for kids argument, but there is the flip side of... Clone Wars is a kids' show, so not worthy of adults watching. So there's there's the two the two pieces of the two different controversies and kind of the same type of thing. We are going to discuss mainly today: is Clone Wars a child appropriate show? As there are many people on, online who and out in the Star Wars universe who think it is not necessarily a child appropriate show, even though it was on Cartoon Network and all of that jazz. But we will be bringing up, like, adult conflicts and adult themes to iterate that, yes, it is not just for kids. Uh, Adults can very much enjoy
2: it. Just out of curiosity, do you know what the official rating is, like, on when you started on Disney Plus? Or, like, does it say? Uh,
0: It is rated PG. Okay. So, yes. No, I looked that up. And it's, I will say... First off, so the controversy is it is per- portrayed as a kids show. And it is on Cartoon Network and it is was designed for a show for kids. The controversy comes from people thinking that there are certain themes on the show and certain visuals and everything that are maybe a little too too mature dark. for too dark. dark, yeah dark. I would say dark is not mature, but too dark for uh, younger audiences. So today we have Alex, I'm going to be on the side of that it is too dark for younger audiences. Sarah, what side are you going to be on today?
1: I'm going to be saying that it is for kids. But I do want to say right off the bat, like I really see and appreciate all of the arguments saying that it is, you know, mature or dark. Um, And I think you know, you have to take it on a case by case basis with kids. And I, but I, I'm going to say, you know, kind of broad stroke, blanket statement, Clone Wars is for kids.
0: Okay. Ethan, what side are you going to take?
2: Yes, I also agree that with Sarah with saying that uh, it is for kids, but it definitely has some uh, darker moments, uh, not necessarily that, that all viewers, uh, especially young ages, should necessarily view but I would but generally yes I would say it's for children appropriate for children
0: generally for For kids. kids okay yes so that means we are now going to move on in our episode let's start off with it is for kids and then I will bring up my not hardcore criticisms but my my things of how how do you defend a certain element and stuff like that
1: this is where the fun begins
0: all right, Ethan. Would you like to go over? Sarah, would you like to go
2: first? Ethan, you want to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Okay, so I think you know, there there are so many sort of fantastical things about about the show and the adventures and just the the colors and the themes. They, uh, if some of the episodes, there's there's like a sort of a central theme around different parts. Like there's a series, there's like, a you know series where they uh, they go to you know, a, a town or a uh, village on Felucia and they have to train these farmers uh, in combat to sort of defend themselves. And so they're, and I see that as sort of giving kids the idea of bravery and sticking up for themselves. And yeah, there are just those teachable moments. There are excitement that any kid watching can enjoy. And there are to so many different things for different age groups that lots of kids can enjoy.
0: Okay. We can have Sarah kind of come in as well. And then if you can, if you think of anything, you can kind of add in on the answer. I
1: was going to say to piggyback off of what Ethan was saying, that there there are certain arcs that would not hold up for a, a more adult audience if that was the base i'm, I'm thinking particularly i yeah. think it was season four or season five where you have like the four droids and the mini general like wandering around in the desert for four episodes like that's very much kid focused because it's just kind of like three stooges slapstick comedy and adults aren't gonna have the patience for something like that um and i think the also the emphasis on jar jar the adults aren't necessarily gonna have the patience for so i think some of those episodes you know, shift the balance from those darker episodes where it is really war heavy. Okay.
0: That's very interesting. Or would you like more personal examples? Because I can bring up examples of, of things that are good about it for kids. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I apologize.
1: No, I wanted to see if Ethan had anything else. So I think, I guess we'll start with a bit more substantive as to why I think Clone Wars is a kid show and then kind of work towards the the lighter arguments. Um, So I think one of the main reasons is because you have Ahsoka as a main character. To me, you know, George Lucas got to do whatever he wanted with the show because he funded it all with his own money, right?
0: Minor minor thing, who is Ahsoka for those who don't know who she is?
1: Oh, okay. Um, Ahsoka... Is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. She is introduced in the Clone Wars movie. I don't remember exactly if she was meant to go to Obi-Wan or meant to go to Anakin, but either way, she ends up with Anakin. Um, and Anakin trains her throughout the arc of the Clone Wars up until, well, I, that's spoilers, um, but up until season five, where uh, then she is no longer his Padawan. But I'm not going to say any more than that for spoiler-wise. So throughout, Clone Wars we get to see Ahsoka grow and learn not only as a Jedi but as someone you know young growing up in a time of war as she grows and ages our understanding of the war gets more complex I think if you look at the battles in the first two seasons it's a lot more simplistic of like good versus bad whereas if you starting you know starting to get into the later seasons you know four and five there's a lot more nuance I think that's where we episode that's literally titled heroes on both sides because you know both sides think that they're you know fighting for you know to bring a better life to to people and to me if you wanted the clone wars you know back when in the original star wars movie when obi-wan kenobi said you know i served with your father in the clone wars and and that george lucas could have made it a show focused just on obi-wan and anakin's adventures And they could have just been running amok and doing whatever, and that could have been rated pretty much whatever he wanted it to be, again, because he funded this all with his money. But I think by choosing to have a Padawan that we see grow with the audience, essentially, it's meant to be for kids, because we're seeing the Clone Wars largely through Ahsoka's eyes. Yes, she's not in every episode. Um, You know, we get to see episodes from the Clone's perspectives, from Anakin and Obi-Wan's perspectives, um, from Jar Jar's perspective. So I think by choosing to have Ahsoka be a narrative aspect, it is meant more for kids because we're seeing it through her eyes versus, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin's whirlwind adventures. Um, and then I think, uh, another point to it being for kids is you have what I've heard is being called the fortune cookies at the beginning of each episode, you know, basically kind of saying, here's the lesson we're going to learn today, kids. Um, you know, friendship is powerful or like patience, Padawan or whatever it is that, you know, again, adult audiences or older audiences aren't going to have the patience for something like that. And I think kind of like my, my last silliest point would be there's no blood. Uh, adult shows have blood in the battle scenes and uh, we see lots of people get shot and other more horrible things than that. Uh, and there is no blood. It,
2: yeah, they do say hell once or twice yeah. in the show.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, also I'll, I'll mention that you know, sometimes it seems with those kind of more kids-oriented episodes, they would have, or they would put, like, some kind of character or, or some kind of battle scene in and out of those episodes to try to maybe hook older viewers, because if you remember, like, in that scene where they're wandering through the desert, that's where they end up finding the Clone Commando, and, you know, obviously, pe- you know, people who grew up playing the Clone Commando video game and stuff wanted... We're all on board for that arc, or for that one episode where he's a part of that. So it's like, mm-hmm. seems like some of those episodes, right, that are more kids focused. They they try to just throw that in there so that that right, you can be uh, entertained towards the end after watching literally the null void, just boring as yeah. Okay. And with the and with the Jar Jar ones too, like Jar Jar, he teams up with Mace Windu, who's a much more compelling
0: character. True. I would agree with those. I would agree with some of the, I will say personally, and this is without um, any, any of my research or anything, like the fact that there's no blood personally to me does not mean anything only because, and, and I'll say the reason why is because there's just so much death. There is so much death in the Clone Wars. Like you just see clones get plowed down and it's, oof, it's rough for me to watch
2: wasn't like the idea that that there isn't blood necessarily because the it's the blasters are singeing they're killing them but they're like singeing the wound cauterizing but no cauterizing
0: i mean in star in the like legends clone war legends that's what's happened yes but i don't that is not the case in real time i don't think okay anyway i mean there's no blood in any of the sequel trilogy is there
1: Yes. The first battle where Kylo Ren takes Poe into custody, that stormtrooper is bloodied, and then he puts the handprint on Finn's helmet.
0: All right. Yeah, you're right.
1: But to be fair, that's the, really the only blood I can think of in Star Wars, besides, like, necessarily, like, a bloodied lip from, you know, a bit of fisticuffs.
0: Well, I was going to also bring up Revenge of the Sith, but then I was like, well, the it's not blood, but it's charred, terrible, like, Anakin. So like, that's, yeah. So I'm like, that's not blood, but like, that's, so I couldn't, I wasn't going to be like, yeah, that there's no blood there, but I'm like that, that, that's worth the PG 13 rating there. Like literally there is no blood. Yeah. Literally it's all gone. But, (laughs) but I would say, yeah. So, so that's where I would argue a little bit in that of just like, cause no, for me, it's just like, there is so much death, but that will tie into one of my, positives that I found from another place. This is from a website called warisboring.com. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and it's an article that says we need kids shows about war. And so in this article, it talks about how it is past time that Americans began having some frank conversations with their children about America's wars. A show like Clone Wars can help. Implying that with the Star Wars with the with the different aspects, like you can discuss the war, what's going on, what you could even dive into this different episodes of you see the clone like the Republic is not always on the right side in that in in Clone Wars, and that's the thing I will give it is that it's not always on the right side. Also, from the same article, it says uh, what constitutes acceptable losses in battle. Would you torture a prisoner if you thought it would help you save your friends? Should you obey the orders of a commander you believe to be reckless and unethical? And how do you even define victory? So these are subtle questions, subtle statements that can be made that kids can kind of get behind and understand. What do you guys think about that, that those, the article says it gives you more options to discuss war and like again, the acceptable losses of like, especially I'll say like the Krell arc where he the, the Jedi master specifically is like, I'm going to kill as many clones as I can because I'm evil and stuff like that. And so what do you guys think about that? You know, I,
2: I can definitely see how certainly certain themes could be used as, as talking points at, for, for kids, for teaching them about that kind of stuff.
1: I, I would agree with that. Okay. And the
0: last article I found was uh, called Star Wars Prequel Appreciation Society blog. Yes. Yep. And they say that the Clone Wars is more subtle, designed to make you ask questions instead of answering them for you. Clearly, the war is changing the role of the Jedi, and they are being made to con- contradict their own philosophy in order to fit into that role. Maybe that's a little sophisticated for a very small child, but that's why parents are supposed to watch with their kids and discuss these things.
2: I, yeah, I suppose. I guess I'd be curious to to know how many how many parents are are watching it with their children. You know, if it's if they're just watching it, you know, by themselves, or if they actually if everyone in the family's all sitting down to watch the Clone Wars, then have a discussion about it. Uh, I can definitely see this how, right? Like the article was saying, how it's subtle and those how right how they kind of change over time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Two more things about this. I have a, so I found out that yes, Clone Wars has a PG rating, but the only other rating between PG and the next highest up is TV fourteen. And so, so some other people were saying. The slapping Clone Wars with a TV-14 rating is going way overboard. TV-14 puts Clone Wars on the same playing field as gory CSI franchise, Jerry Springer, or the bleep-filled sexualized reality shows of Bravo. To which I, I actually agree is that they it, Clone Wars is not on that level. I but yeah. it is it is still I would say not for young young children. But this is again where my personal opinion in my research changed because this is a quote from George Lucas. Star Wars is just for kids, but everybody seems to like it. This is really at exactly the same level as the feature films. We didn't dumb it down. The series is really designed for adolescents, kids going from being children to becoming adults. So to me, that very much defines Clone Wars is being aimed at the 12 13, maybe 11 to that age group. So I personally would not call them kids. I would call that young adults or adolescents. And so that's where I get into the, 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 the argument of, I think that sounds, cause there's people like, oh, Clone Wars just for kids. It's a kiddie show. And I'm like, there's a lot of deeper stuff in here and it's aimed at those types of kids personally from what i've seen of it that's where you need to look at of like it's it's aimed at those those kids who are more interested and who can think about that kind of stuff because i don't this is again my own opinion but i don't like the argument that oh clone wars is for like the young young kid and it's like the 7 8 year old or whatever and they're watching this and they watch all these clone troopers get mowed down or whatever, and you're just like, oh, it, they're, they're not mentally aware enough to have it affect them. I, I don't like that argument. I think that's, I don't have, know how to say cor- correctly state it, but like that to me is, it has, I personally, I think it would have an effect. Now, I will say there are, I'm okay. There are some people online saying like, oh, well, you can watch it with your parents. And I'm totally okay with that. That's the big thing that I think a lot of what I believe of like, if you watch this with your parents, you're fine. Like you can do whatever age you want because then your parent can watch it with you and you can discuss it. The problem I see is that most parents don't sit down and watch cartoons with their kids. It's, they're going to sit down, they're going to put their kid in front of a TV or their kid's going to find Netflix or Disney plus now or whatever. And just be like, Oh, this is star Wars. Cool. I'm going to follow that and watch just all of it, and not have an adult there to discuss it with them. So, if that's what's going to happen, I think it's more aimed towards the adolescents, the older, older student, older people. What do you guys think?
1: I think the the quote that you have from George Lucas is is a good one, and I think you you see it especially here with the sequel trilogy, because Revenge of the Sith was the first Star Wars film to get a PG-13 rating. Everything else had been PG. But, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, there really wasn't a PG-13 rating. There was not. So to me, it'd be interesting because I think those films, I, I would agree with the current ratings of Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones of being PG. But it'd be interesting to me to see if, you know, the original Star Wars trilogy was made today. If they would still be a PG rating, or if they get bumped up to PG thirteen, because I think that speaks to your point of, you know, George is like saying we're not dumbing things down for anybody, but at the end of the day, the target demographic may be, you know, kind of a middle school age child who's right on the cusp between those ratings, and so it's like, well, how, which way does the, the coin fall? Yep,
2: I saw Revenge of the Sith in two thousand five, and I was uh, eleven or twelve. So definitely uh, I, obviously uh, not 13 or I guess uh, So I, I'd say right, I I like, I like your point, aka of, of Alex of, of you know, if you have if your parent is, is watching it with you, that's definitely, you know, I think that's a, a better way because just you're right, then, then they're able to, to watch it with them and, and discuss. You know what's going on so right the, the, the kids are seeing all of this death and you know aren't are able to talk it talk to them about it i guess yep i think that's right i i, I definitely agree that about with that but i i don't like I, the thing about the quote with george lucas about how star wars was made for kids it's like that's
0: I mean, something else it, we'll dive into that later yes okay like, our, 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 we'll our, dive into <laughs> that later <laughs> All right. Yes. Him can saying it's only for them. Right. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to dive into some, some of the plot lines and so some parents so that I, I found some online, I went to common sense media. And so these are some reviews from parents about the clone wars. And this is on the negative side, or at least for them considering because it's rated pg and i got a bad feeling about this just a few other things we initially let our six-year-old watch this but regretted it after seeing episode two of season two in which a jedi gets tortured until he dies a later episode had female robots androids with curvaceous breasts slightly open mouths and vacant eyes great stories most of the time fantastic animation i love it but i'm 42 let the youngsters watch something more suitable. Any response?
1: I was gonna say like every person is entitled to to their opinion. I think your argument that the robot has curves is a little beyond the point. This is not my argument. No, I, I, I recognize that, but if they're saying this robot has curves, so that means it's mature. I'm like, no, we need robots of all body types. So rock on. <laughs> rock on. <laughs> okay.
0: Next one says, being a Star Wars fan, I love this show. Having said that, I think this is even less appropriate for kids than the actual movies, even though it's animated. There are people being stabbed and shot, limbs severed, heads cut off. Furthermore, there are quite a lot of political themes as well, which I doubt any eight-year-old would understand. Although there are quite a couple of good messages like war is not all about good and evil and even raises the question why the clone wars are being fought in, is the, in the first place. However, I don't see my kid watching the show when he is eight. If you are a teenager and like star Wars too, it gives you a more in-depth experience to what is happening between episodes two and three. And I can only highly recommend it.
1: Now to me that makes sense. And I don't know if you're in your research, you know, because, yes, Clone Wars uh, premiered on Cartoon Network at first, but if I remember it, it was kind of an obscure time. So, like, a six-, seven-, eight-year-old isn't going to tune in at that time. It is. It was meant, to. in my brain, the original time that Clone Wars aired was a little bit more in line with, say, a middle school audience. It So,
0: in my research, I did find out Clone Wars aired at 7, uh, 7 Eastern um, on, on Friday Fridays. nights. Friday nights for a good portion of its run that's where it gets a little dicey because it is the first animated show to it it did break break boundaries when it was the first animated show to be aired on cartoon network and also cartoon network's adult version they have a they have an adult session called adult swim that is cartoons for adults and so it aired on both of those so it aired on Cartoon Network for kids and on Adult Cartoon Network or and Adult Swim. A piece of where uh, the issue along that line lies is season started with about four and a half million viewers each night, and it was on. By about season three, uh, it it dropped to one and a half million, and so Clone Wars had a viewership problem. So I would agree that yes, for that first, those first couple seasons, they were losing viewers. So by season, by the end of season four, they were at one and a half million and they needed more people to keep it going. Cause it, again, this is a really expensive show to make. And so they changed their, their, their time slot. And they, they started it, they did it at eight o'clock on Saturday mornings, aimed at young, young kids, young boys in particular and it didn't work so that's so that that's just a small piece that I would add there of like yeah it was originally supposed to be at like for adults maybe or like the adolescents older but i would also say like that's a terrible time for a tv show on a friday night all right keeping going <clears throat> oh man okay this is a big long one i like it okay Despite what I'm about to say, I want to start off by saying this show is brilliant and I'm picky. Many view the show as a kids show. It is absolutely not. Common Sense wrote their review based off of season one, which is very lighthearted and just contains droids being destroyed all for the most part. If you don't know, there are seven seasons of the show. Starting season two, the violence ramps up a lot. The show is not designed for young children. Violence is very frequent. Characters are murdered in cold blood on screen. Characters' necks are crushed with them suffocating and sound effects of their necks being crushed. Assassins and bounty hunters snap necks and shoot and tear apart characters. Dark elements occur, such as for there to be balance between good and evil must exist. Also, how body count of humans and other characters being shot, heads being sliced off, on-screen torture, and a lot more. I'm only on season three out of seven, and even though I'm an adult and can handle rated R and TVMA shows all the time, this show is simply not made for children. Not to mention strippers are introduced briefly and erotic dancers, drinks to have them have the same effect as alcohol, and I hear later seasons only get more intense. Again, this show is absolutely brilliant, but contains more violence than any Star Wars movie ever made, including episode three, even though it is a cartoon. 13 is the minimum age I recommend. It just has too many dark messages to be put in a child's mind. The politics and the writing of the show is all too far too complicated for kids to understand anyways. If you plan on watching it with your child, skipping through violence or racy scenes is pointless because of how frequent they are. Just be careful. But if you are a teen or an adult, don't let the first half of season one fool you into thinking it it's for kids. The writing quickly gets dark. Because yeah, we haven't even talked about the themes. I get to get to bring up and you guys talking about that with, with young adults, with. Wait, but.
2: with oh the themes. Oh, the there's themes there's are, a bunch of themes that
0: I that I get to bring up and you, you get to say that they're for they're kids. But continue on that thought <laughs> on that that argument. Do you disagree? Uh,
2: I mean, I would definitely argue that it gets progressively more. Violent and intense, you know. I think that, I mean, I don't think they're as frequent as as this person is describing. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'd. So, what's these kids like? How young are these kids? I'm just curious. Like, what kids? Are they talking like? Okay. These are talking... not kids
0: that are talking. These are adults.
2: No, 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 I know. But like when they say it's not for kids, like, are they I'm just curious, like how he just how said 13
0: these... was the youngest you would recommend it. Oh,
2: right. Okay. So that's a little extreme, I think. You know, you don't have to be a teenager to enjoy this sh- enjoy the show. You know, if I think while there are more older adult or or you know, teenage themed aspects in different episodes I don't think they they really I don't think it I don't I guess I don't know I don't think it would affect a child as as much as as people think it would like okay I don't know if I don't know if necessarily you know they see if a if a kid's watching the show and they see a if but they see a character like you know drinking and starting to stumble around I don't know if they would necessarily associate that with being drunk automatically or or
0: not to give sarah and cut sarah off but of a with a point but uh what about a character committing suicide as does happen on the show because she'd rather commit well, suicide than be a slave uh
2: re- remind me of that arc What when does that
0: tegruda arc
1: i was gonna say that is when that's not when ahsoka pretends to be a slave is it
0: Yes, it is. Okay, it's, it's when o- it's Ahsoka and Obi Wan become slaves in order yeah. to find the Tegrudas. Yeah, you know, to, to what happened to all the tegrudas Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. So they they go to the planet and there's like the Cat Cleopatra kind of ruler who. That's,
2: it's Zyphira, right, or Zy... Yeah,
1: yeah, Z- yeah. And so she gets Anakin in her back pocket, but yeah, the what when Obi Wan and Ahsoka are down with the slaves. There's the one, I don't remember if it's a Twi'lek or a Jagruta. Twilight. Twi'lek, thank you. Um, but yeah, she jumps. She's like, I'm not going.
0: She tries to assassinate somebody and then fails. And then she's like, I'd rather die now than to face the the horrors of what would come.
1: Well, see, then is technically too, because someone jumps to their death in uh, Mandalore. It was someone affiliated with Death Watch, wasn't it?
0: I don't know about that one. I I don't remember that one.
1: From what I remember. I, oh, yes. Do yes. you remember more, um, Ethan?
2: Yes. So it's some kind of, or some informant uh, jumps uh, rather than. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The right. Public. But I anyway, like
0: that. back to the, the Togruta episode, like in that same episode, as Obi-Wan is there as slaves, like there's a slave master and he literally just pulls a lever and kills like dozens of slaves and just said that's an example of what you meant what you mean like you don't mean anything to me is that okay for for young young kids
2: man I gotta watch that arc again because I'm totally blanking on that those scenes but uh, that I would say is a little too dark for kids yes I would definitely uh, agree if you're just openly killing a bunch a group of people for no reason or essentially just to serve it as example to others. That's pretty, that's dark. Probably yep. shouldn't have youngsters, probably shouldn't have youngsters see that.
1: The, yes, it is dark, but to to counter it a little bit, I mean, it very clearly communicates like whatever is going on here is not okay. So it, to me, like, again, I think, you know, teenage, middle-aged school children, are going to understand that better but and i'm not i don't want to support the death of hundreds of twilux or jagruda here but <laughs> i i feel like that's what i'm doing no matter what i say but it,
0: you're not no this so i i will say now you're not doing that because i think it's a powerful episode i think that like that arc is a very powerful arc i think it's a really well done arc i'm just saying personally I don't think a young kid should be seeing that because they're not going to be able to process it without like an, a, an adult watching it with them of like yes they might not know like they might know yes this is wrong or whatever but again i still feel that they're again they're still brains are still being built still be still still growing so my personal opinion is that they should have somebody there to kind of explain things of like, so why is that person doing that? Like, is because it's more than just, it's bad. Cause that's the thing with like that episode too. It's like, it's, they're not just doing it because he's an evil person. He's doing it because he wants money because they're, they're, they're powerful. That's, that's more of where I'm going with it.
1: But I think, and this is, I think the danger of saying like, Clone Wars isn't for kids, because you will point to one specific episode and say, this is where they went over the line. And I'm like, well, okay, yes, this one specific episode, you went over the line. But I think kids have difficult lives. I mean, there's a lot of kids out there that have seen or been privy to a lot of things that, you know, in my 20 plus years of life, I've been privileged to not have experienced. And I think the Clone Wars tackling some of these darker aspects and and being real about it, like kids can handle it because, and, and when I say handle it, not like literally every single piece of the Clone Wars, but I think like broad picture, like they can handle that like, yeah, war is death and violent and it sometimes doesn't make sense. And I can get angry about it and that's okay that, you know, people die and, you know, that I, you know, I see my friends going through this, that, or this thing or that thing, and, or I'm going through this or that thing, and they can relate to these darker subjects. I think that's one of the dangers of like, like one thing happening in this TV show and, you know, saying it's not for kids because then you, you know, then you kind of a helicopter parent and you coddle them a little bit. So it is a fine line of like, this is a mature, you know, a mature dark content that their brains can't process versus like, kids see injustices, kids see difficult things in their normal life. And we sometimes can't shelter that, them from that. And I think shows like the Clone Wars can help a little bit if they can see parallels.
0: It's a good point. Yeah, I agree. Well, thanks for taking the wind out of my sails.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause now I have more themes that I could bring up, but then I'm like, well, You just kind of torpedoed them
1: all. Well, we can reverse this order in your podcast.
0: No. Just to wrap us up. um, So this is a quote uh, from Disney, or not from Disney, but uh, from Daniel Logan, the guy who played young Boba Fett. Um, This is from comicbook.com. And he says, Disney, they canceled it. I think it was getting a little too graphic at the time. It was just too graphic, I think, for what Disney was used to. Actually, it was getting really graphic. (laughs) So that's what Logan Daniel Logan says about when Disney bought it, bought Star Wars, and then saw that they had to, that they're like, yep, this is getting a little too graphic for us. It also didn't help that they were on a rival network. But then this is another quote from uh, Sean Carey. Netflix vice president of content says the series really aged up over the years. It went to a darker place and it didn't fit the cartoon network brand any longer. So it was a hidden gem that Disney brought to our attention and we jumped at it. And she's talking about them purchasing the rights to put it on uh, Netflix. Netflix. And that's where clone wars got a lot of, lot more attention. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: I remember when it first came on Netflix, I, I binged, like the first three seasons right away, you know, it's, it's definitely that accessibility there, you know, and not to get off theme here, tough topic, but Netflix does that a lot where these sort of un- undiscovered shows end up on there and just like start to explode just cause so many people are streaming their content now, rather than actually watching it on, you know, live TV.
0: Yep. All right. Well, I think we had a, a nice discussion. I think we're all sort of in the same area on it i think i'm still thinking that certain kids should not necessarily watch it as much but i'm i'm leaning more towards that of of opening it up but i would say that there are certain pieces that are not great for young children but i would also say that there are things that are great for them um, any any final thoughts uh, Ethan
2: yeah no I there's definitely right just like you said there's definitely darker themes some I forgot about like we discussed and you know some that are you know lots of episodes that are perfectly acceptable for for younger generations for younger kids so yeah I think it, it, it's definitely it's definitely for kids and it's definitely but it's also got that those episodes for the older people
0: too so yep uh final thoughts yeah. Sarah? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: star wars is for everyone and if you haven't watched the clone wars and you've listened to this whole podcast i guess kudos to you and i would recommend checking it out
0: you don't have to if you don't want to though
1: <laughs> because
0: <laughs> i i will say i wasn't the biggest fan of it but if you want to check it out absolutely check it out it is is very is for everyone but not doesn't have to be I think that's the best and that's where we're trying to go with our the podcast is that showing that Star Wars is for everyone and you can anybody can can enjoy it but you don't have to enjoy all of it to enjoy Star Wars
2: right well I remember I remember when you first started watching it you were you would tell me that you know you didn't like how it focused so much on Anakin and Obi-Wan and you know how right how much you didn't enjoy it in the beginning.
0: Yeah, so we can we can have a whole nother podcast about my feelings on Clone Wars. Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs>
0: and, and and each other's feelings. But thank you very much for listening. And if you want to contact us, you can contact us through Twitter at Who Shot One swpod That's Who Shot One swpod And if you want to contact us through Gmail, you can contact us at Who Shot First SW that's who at gmail.com that's who shot first sw pod at gmail.com and listen to us on anchor spotify itunes and send us a review we we're we're looking to to expand and use leaving a review gives us a better access to other people and helps people find us so any final thoughts all right well as you all know Never tell us the odds. Tell us the odds.
1: Never tell us the odds. Hello there and
2: thank you for joining me. This is Daniel Talks About Star Wars, the show where I do exactly as that name suggests. I am the titular Daniel and on each episode of this podcast I will be discussing something from the multimedia empire that is that galaxy far far away. Often I'll be doing it solo but sometimes I'll be joined by guests. So if you're a like-minded individual, or hell, even if you're not and you disagree with everything I have to say about the franchise, give us a listen. I'm just a fan talking about something he loves. Daniel Talks About Star Wars, available wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold?
1: Sorry, I have to interject. Your cat is totally... Solo is just totally all into this Ahsoka shirt right now. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to build himself a little nest in it. Yeah, right. Get all snuggled up in it.
1: Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we're chuckling at here. Um, so, pff, oh,
0: Excuse me. Um, in this, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my cat just sneezed
2: all over my leg. Um, <laughs> uh, got lots of cat shenanigans going on tonight.
0: That's in why we never school, met before now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got her with <laughs> yeah. the cheese.
1: That's right.